great play from Tim Ginnivan. Number oh, one, you reckon Hodges on show again. Stevie Mottlock! All right, how's it going? I'm Bryce. I'm Brandon. I'm Blake. And I'm Brody. And we are the Port Adelaide Pair for again, four yep. of us. Well, we've switched to a remote uh, recording, I think, which has made this a lot easier on everyone. We don't all have to be in the same room, so uh, going very well. Yeah, too much of a commitment, I think, mm. to travel between places. So it's nicer to do it in your own home. Absolutely. Well, I would say back by popular demand. Oh, correct. There was, well, some, there was some have you feedback heard? going around for Brody, I must say. Yeah. Is, it more, is it just more than your dad? <laughs> uh, uh, that's all I I need. think esteemed, esteemed listener Oliver Burns Howe, big port fan, also very happy with Brody's inclusion. <laughs> big port fan. Absolutely. Not going to be a super fun one to talk about. Obviously a disastrous loss again, reminiscent of the West Coast game. I think probably even worse than that uh initial thoughts boys it was pathetic yeah we didn't want to be there no one looked like they wanted to be there it it, it kind of looked like the moment that Hartlett gave that reverse free kick away that was just like a yeah this is not happening now <laughs> yeah i completely yeah. agree that things were looking okay then and then from that point on it was just all downhill and just uh, to let someone like Mitch Robinson, if, uh, he torched us. He was one of the players who torched us. It just sort of showed how out of that game we were, to let a player like him do whatever he wanted. Well, I thought Blake's TV probably was going to be in tatters there in the first quarter because uh, his his old mate, Hitwood, uh, was having a bit of a field day up the ground at certain times, and then he got a mark inside forward 50, and I just texted uh, you guys and thought that if this goes through... Blake is done, but uh, he missed it and didn't have too much of an impact throughout the game, you wouldn't have thought. Um, you, you wouldn't have thought in a game like that where we got spanked by 49 points that Hipwood was going to go goalless. That's just not his role against Port. Yeah, that's it. But uh, Blake put a warning out last uh, episode regarding McCluggage, and uh, true to form, he uh, also torched us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, amongst many others, he had a lot of friends that torched us. Uh, Charlie Cameron had his best game of the season, so it was good of us to put him back into some form. Um, and Harris, Harris Andrews gave old Charlie a big old bath. Um, let's get on to some. Uh, let's just get on to the Palo <laughs> because I, I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, get around this too much. But uh, I'm, I'm hoping we move on from this game quicker. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally fine to get on to the PLO. Uh, should we talk about some honourable mentions first? I think that's probably a nicer uh, way to go about it. Honourable mentions, I think, uh, well, out of the people we voted for that haven't ended up in the overall three, we had Robbie Gray and Tom Jonas were the two boys that haven't okay. polled in the end but did snag. Robbie, Robbie Gray was uh, one of my votes. I thought he was probably one of the only ones really showing a bit of uh, a bit of effort in that game, especially in the second half. I thought he was very clean in the middle for a game where everyone else was dropping the ball. That's a, that's a very good point. The, the clean uh, word 
is uh, is yeah. quite uh, important regarding that game because there was a bit of rain around and uh, Robbie Gray definitely clean. Never seen that many drop marks before by <laughs> our team, but yeah. yeah. So uh, one vote, Blake. Who was that? One vote polling for the first time this year. Willem Drew with he had thirty two touches, nine score involvements, and five clearances. Yeah, yeah um, Brody. Any thoughts? Yeah. Blake, you're Brando. Well, yeah, get I into gave, it. No, get, get in. I gave Drew two votes. Actually, I thought he was. I thought right behind Wines, he was definitely one of our best for the game. He didn't stop trying all game. That's for sure. His tackle numbers were still good in a game where we couldn't lay a tackle. Um, so yeah, I thought I thought he had a really solid game. Willem Drew. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Blake and Brando. Yeah, he he. He seems to give 110% each week, which, yeah, that's all he can ask for, really. Two votes went to uh, our man who really, he, he was everywhere in the first half and, um, you know, probably was a bit quieter in the second half, but without him in that first half, I think the scoreline would have blown out significant, significantly, and that was Alir Alir with 18 touches, nine intercepts, and... Five contested marks look like the only guy who could mark the ball in two hands out of everyone else on the team, and a lot of a lot of decent marks in a pack as well. With that, I mean, it's annoying that we've only got one kick out strategy, and that's bomb at seventy meters, you know, on a forty five degree angle, and hope that we take a pack mark. But he at least took a few of them. Three votes went to the man in form. That's Mr. Ollie Wines, 37 mm. touches, nine score mm. involvements, and seven marks. Yeah, just and, a, just yeah. another ripping performance from Ollie, I think. He, he was the one standout for that game for us. And 30-plus and our best on ground, which I might add was my prediction <laughs> from last week. Oh. Yes, well, yeah, it was a very bold yeah. statement for, by you, Broads, and uh, he, he proved you right. Correct. Uh, I'd like to throw it back to the first uh, podcast episode, I reckon, where Blakey Lymph mentioned that this is definitely going to be Ollie Wines' breakout. Well, not breakout, but best season of his career, and I think he's spot on the money. He couldn't couldn't really fault him in any of the games, really. I think he was unlucky to not poll in a few of our votes early on, but I think he's really got our attention again, and we're really noticing the stuff that he's doing. He's now outright uh, leader of the Perlo. Uh Nine votes, followed by Houston, six. Alia now moves into third on five, followed by Boak and Dersma tied on four. Dersma still mm. managing just to stay on four votes <laughs> for some reason. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. How? Strange he can maintain those votes. Yeah. Very strange. Um, yeah, so that's three perfect games from Ollie Wines, obviously. No, uh, no twos or ones for him. Yes, and... Uh, well, that's the pair low, so I think we get on to some other awards that we haven't awarded because we've decided that uh, probably not the game to award a goal of the week because they're really, what, we kick five for the game? Yes. Yep, five goals, 14. Yes, and uh, we've decided not to award a mark of the week out of anger towards the fact that we dropped a lot of marks. <laughs> yeah. I think this. Uh, I think Aaliyah probably would be the only one who has potential to snag that. Uh, mark of the week. Who's got a dog? Yeah, that's Archie. Oh, Archie the Golden boy. Cocker needs his oh, needs boy. his screen time. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> he's found oh. something. He's found something. Well, any other note uh, regarding that game? Any other, you know, big crosses yeah. or ticks that you feel? 
Yeah, I reckon it was a bit disappointing to not see any animosity from any of our leaders throughout the whole game. Is this a Brody's bake? No, but but like it's a frustrating game. No one's playing well. We can't take a mark. We can't pick the ball up. Can't lay a tackle. Not one person looked even remotely like angry or frustrated. Not even the coach. We don't really. At any point. We don't have that enforcer type player, do we? Mitch Robinson, no. you'll say, you suggest. Yeah, we but don't. I, who's who's that guy that gets in the opposition's face, or you know, he's a physical threat. I suppose S- SPP when he's fit and firing. Yeah, maybe Dixon if he's fit and firing. Yeah. So it's funny. I was actually um, I was going through it the other day. Just I was talking to someone about it, and someone asked me a question. They said, "Do you think that this Port team could match up against the 04 Premiership team?" And I went across the line and I thought, yeah, there's a fair bit of talent either way. But then I had no one that matched up to that Josh Carr type figure. And he's, Ooh, he, no. he is that, he, he got under the skin. Even the Chad Corns, they got under the skin. Damien Hardwick. They Who played matched with up on edge. Byron Pickett? What do you mean? Who'd you have lining up no, on that's Byron what I'm saying. <laughs> they don't line up on them. I'm saying I was comparing the pairs, like comparing yeah. the actual teams yeah. against one another. Well, even if it wasn't the physicality side, like once did you see Tom Jonas pull some guys in and try and pump them up just with words? Or you didn't see Ken giving anyone any harsh words in any of the breaks or even on the phone in the box? Like it doesn't even have to be no a physicality words. thing. Yeah, you've well, got to have saying, What I'm saying, it doesn't have to always be a physicality issue. It can just be, you know, trying to reinforce with positive words or, you know, just getting in people's grills. Them words. You've got to have words, Brody. Yeah. You've got to <laughs> have words. Whoa, did you tell me a time in that game where you saw words. the boys being actually told? <laughs> no, well, yeah, we, did we you? don't... I didn't see a lot of I the actual quarter-time addresses, exactly. so I wasn't there. Um, but on the television, they certainly didn't show any, you know... Words. Words. <laughs> uh, just quickly, Brandon, I just want to quickly touch on your whether our team matches up to the 04 team because I did have this chat with old Shaney Lynn, the father of Blake and Bryce, uh, last last home game. Great man. Wait, tell me, like, wait, we've got players like Bergman, Woodcock, Sam Mays. They're not. They don't exist in the 2014. There's no one of that caliber. Like everyone is above that in the 2014. But I guess footy is a much different game to even 2004. Yeah. And I suppose we could speak about this for an entire podcast. But mm. it is time to push that game to the side yes, and gladly push it to the side and move on to the next one. I think a relatively big one coming up. Boys. Oh, you would think so. You would think so. The showdown. The showdown, home game, Adelaide Oval, you wouldn't want to miss it. Well, how's this, boys? I'm going to be attending. Oh, no, you need to stop it. what? Are you what? coming back to town? Well, this is what I do, you know. Jet set in. <laughs> For the important I ones. I only attend the big games, boys. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Correct. I'm not even well, What are we looking for? Hey? I'm not going. <laughs> Why? Well, I've got a bit of a sticky situation. I was supposed to go to the Bend Motorsport Park for the supercars of all sports. And then my second person I was going with has bailed. So 
Looks uh, like I'll be camping for supercars by myself instead of going to the oh, showdown. Oh boy, big loser. So uh, uh, priorities yeah. though. Priorities. Well, fair enough. Oh well, you don't need to go then. You'll enjoy uh, the supercars by yourself. Well, correct. Now, who do we got to look out for in this crows team? I would. I'd probably, if I was going to look out for anyone streaming through that midfield, it'd probably be Lockie Shoal. Um, he can use the ball as well, uh, so it can be quite damaging as well. He'd be probably one I'd be looking out for. But you would have to say that this is a game that it's all about port. Like, if we play at the level that is expected, this should be no problems whatsoever. Yeah, we'll you'd be, hope so for sure. We'll be in trouble if we keep with that kick-out strategy and just kick it to Riley O'Brien every time sitting out on the wing. Yep. That way. So we need to make sure that we uh, keep it away from him as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's kind of getting a bit predictable now, you'd have to say, given we did it for every kick-out against Brisbane. Oh, well, I think, just on that kick-out quickly, I, obviously the tactic is to gain metres on the ground. I think that's what it is. Get as far out as that as possible. Do I think it's a good strategy to do every single time? No, I obviously don't. Is I'm just looking at sort of the Crows team. Is Ben Keys anyone to worry about? Yeah, he's serviceable and does a lot of contested possession work that you know yeah. it's hard to kind of tag that stuff. So, you know, you wouldn't be paying too much attention to him. He is going to be going up against Ollie Wines who should uh, have him beat, but I don't know, I'm not sure there's much point in tagging that kind of inside player like Ben Keys. Yeah. I think I if we're going on to... Let's do a couple of predictions. I think it's going to be a 10-goal win for Port, And I would... Yeah, I... Hey, if we get... If, well, get this. We come out and play like we just did against Brisbane. We got real question marks on the entire season, boys. Oh. So I think we're going the opposite way and we'll come out absolutely firing. 10-goal win and five goals to Charlie Dixon. Oh, he's back. Five goals. He's back. Wow. Yep. It'll happen. Robbie Gray to win the showdown medal. How about that one? Yeah, I like that. Out of the box again? <laughs> yes, Blake. mate. Uh, that wasn't well, actually I'd... my prediction, by the way. What's your prediction then? Oh, oh, God. Well, that was a joke because last week's prediction was average. Well, I don't think a Robbie Gray winning the showdown medal is not. I would think <laughs> Ollie White would be the favourite. <laughs> yeah, but how many has Gray won? <laughs> Five. Oh, move on. Oh. We're cutting this part of the podcast, oh, fine surely. Then. Fine then. I will make it great to win the showdown medal. And okay, there kick, you go. And he'll kick four. <laughs> Very good, mate. All right. Uh, I, I think I've been backing this guy in to have a big game for the past three weeks, and that's Connor Rosie. So I'm going to go with him again and hope that it pays off this time he's slowly building but certainly hasn't had any vote worthy games yet old connor so i would very much like to see that well i'm very much excited for the game uh big game uh saturday night we're all going to be there bar Brody, who's watching the supercars um <laughs> alone um so <laughs> um no well I- i'm happy to just to to call that a day and get on to the quiz It's Plague's Quiz, Plague's Quiz, let's all listen to Plague's Quiz.
What's Fine. this guy's deal? All right, well, I'm starting to run out of themes over here, so I'm kind of just now going into random question territory. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. So you'll get a little mixture on this one. I guess the overall kind of theme is maybe win-loss records and streaks. I, think I definitely thought it'd be. I definitely thought it'd be a showdown theme this week. Yeah, we all thought too that, obvious. but yeah, way too obvious. Way too yeah, obvious. Brandon obviously absolutely. studied up on showdown history. <laughs> oh, I, I could give you three or four facts that I studied. Well, we're not going to take them. We'll go on to the quiz. Let's go Let's on do to it. the quiz. Will Brody get one answer right this week? Let's find out. <laughs> all right, question one. There is only one other team in the comp that we currently have an acting an active losing streak against after, of course, Brisbane on the weekend. Who is it? Geelong? Incorrect. Oh. Jeez, this is tough. Uh, a, uh... West Coast. Correct. Well, you <laughs> had a 1 in 17 chance. Well, Correct. when you think about it, they're the last team we lost to. Where every other yeah. team in the comp, we've beaten them in our last game, which I found pretty fascinating. That is fascinating. Mm. Question two. In venues where we have played at least five games, where do we have the best record? Adelaide Oval. Incorrect. Well... Uh, I want to say Metricon. Correct. Yes, yes. Smart answer. Very smart. Very smart. Played 11 and we've won 10. Brighty boy, two points. Correct. Yeah. Question three, where, which venue do we have the worst record? Uh, uh Cadinia Park. Whatever which one that yeah, is. Yeah, Park. Oh, who got in there? Brandon did well, say the, the official Cattery. name. I think Brandon I, said Cadinia Park, which I'm going with ahead of the Tattery. But that's changed also a hundred times. So correct. It's not even the Cadinia Park anymore, is it? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is now. That's the that's the name. It's always is. Uh, no, it's it in the song, like isn't it? GMHBA. That's the yeah. sponsorship name. Well, make a call, big boy. It's well, in the song yeah. down at Cadinia Park. <laughs> oh God. Oh, Brandon, okay. Brandon gets it. Yes. That's disgraceful. Wow, Smart that's decisions. Disgraceful. Not even a half point. That's no half points. Question four, <laughs> moving on. Okay, now get your head around this question. So as the away team, so we're the away team, there are only three teams that we have a winning record against. Name one of them. Carlton. Gold Coast. Correct. Correct. Brody, so I get the a point. point. Just Brody let Brody gets. see if there's Brody. Answer the last one. Oh, uh, Gold Coast. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Li- we lost you again. <laughs> no, well, they spoke at the same time. All I heard was Carlton and something else. Gold Coast. Gold you Coast. Heard. <laughs> oh. The other team was surprisingly West Coast. West Coast? Oh, As the well, away we team, we've beaten them more times. Oh, there you go. All right. Okay, well, I'm giving that point. Who got in first there? Two points. I got in first. Okay, Bryce. I mean, we both got it right, but... All right, Brandon gets a point as well. Let's make it interesting. 3v2, Brody on zero, surprisingly. The fans would be surprised about that. (laughs) Let's make this last... Let's make the last answer worth five so Brody can win. All right, let's do it. 
That's not Let's good. get oh. crazy. Question five, final question. In light of all the behinds we kicked on the weekend, I've gone and done a little behinds question. That's the theme of this one, boys. Question five. Fantasia is now equal second of all time in Port's history for behinds per game with 1.67 behinds per game. Who is coming first for most points? Warren Treadray. Incorrect. <laughs> Just got to get him first. Jeez. Um, get in there, Brody. Say something. A name. Sam anything. Gray. <laughs> Sam Gray. <laughs> Incorrect. That's a good Oh, Brody. Jay Schultz. Oh, boy, he was a straight shooter. <laughs> Scott Cummings. I thought it was going to be a trick right. question. Uh, Scott Cummings, no points there. Right. Brody remains pointless. Bryce to wins. quiz <laughs> and the podcast. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's another victory to me, and I'm happy to sign off right then and there. Yeah, That's yep. a hooroo for me. That's mm. Bryce signing off. That's a hooroo from me. That's a hooroo from me. And a hooroo from me. All right. No, 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 no. No, no, no. What no. <laughs> <laughs> and a half? Yes. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you.